It's official. One Shining Podcast is back, and I am your host, Tate Frazier. And as March Madness begins, we're covering everything from Selection Sunday all the way to the championship and beyond. We're going to have great guests that are coming through on the show. And look, if you're a friend of the program and you're already subscribed, you don't have to do anything. OSP is back. It's going to be right back in your feed. And if you're not a friend of the program and this is your first time on the rodeo, then let me tell you this. You need to go to Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts and smash subscribe today because the OSP show is back. Hey, hey, my Eagle enthusiasts. This is Fairway Rolling presented by FanDuel. Elevated events, majors, and more are coming up, and FanDuel is here to help you line up a win during the PGA Tour season. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official betting operator of the PGA Tour. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Quick disclaimer, you must be 21 years old and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Viore. If you're sick and tired of your old traditional workout gear, then I have two words that will change everything. Viore clothing. This line of active wear is truly unbelievable. And here's why. Look, you've seen me. You've seen the shorts I do on YouTube. I walk around. I do stuff. I listen to podcasts when I walk. I make calls when I walk. I like to wear comfortable workout equipment, you know, like nothing nuts. Just like a really nice pullover, comfortable pants to walk around. Viore is designed to work out in whatever you're doing, but it doesn't look or feel like you're working out at all. It's so freaking soft and comfortable, you'll never want to take it off. And here's the best part. You don't have to take it off. Wear Viore clothing to train, travel, or lounge around the house. I do a lot of lounge around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viore.com slash ringer. V-U-O-R-I dot com slash ringer. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Hello, friends. Welcome to this golf podcast unlike any other. Oh, yes, my friends. We have done it. We are plowing ahead. This is another elevated designated event on Fairway Rollin'! The golf podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. My birdie buddies, I am Joe House, your starter. Joining me, as is our way, my incomparable accomplice, our PGA Tour correspondent on the ground, our 
business background, business truth teller when it comes to the PGA Tour business, Nathan Hubbard. It's a two ball, throwing a peg in the ground, and off we go. Nate Dog. A million dollars for first place this or for fifth place this week. A million dollars for fifth place this week. Yesterday's price is not today's price. It's a new world, House. It's a new world. Are we gonna get tired? Are we gonna get tired of these twenty million dollar events? The money is irrelevant. I mean, really it's relevant point. In that all the guys are playing and we got jam packed leaderboards in the post-Tiger era of all the 15 to 20 good guys, plus some guys that you don't always expect who are competing with all the 15 to 20 guys, which is a lot of fun. So that is exactly the optimal version of competitive professional golf from this humble fan's point of view and perspective. Mm. And Kurt Kitayama, God bless him, proof of concept, right? We have very much enjoyed these first two months of competitive professional golf. Every event except for the event in Hawaii with a cut. Very exciting. Very interesting. Some guys not making the cut. I hate to name names so early in the podcast, but we've Colin had Morikawa. four of these events. One of them was a no cut. Three of them have had cuts and he's only made one. I mean, I think the cut tells us something. I like the cut. It's information. It's data. It's data. But in any event, let's give Mr. Kurt his flowers. And I'm going to start with his caddy because you know my shtick on this. You know my bit. He's got a professional caddy. He's got a world-class, top-notch, major-winning, multi- uh, PGA Tour event winning. Now multi-API winning. Multi-API winning. We're talking about Tim Tucker, Bryson DeChambeau's former caddy, who fired Bryson famously in 2021, uh, right before an event, in fact. No, in the middle of the Hartford. Oh, yeah. I thought it was right before the rocket, but whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm not, I'm not quibbling. Uh, I don't recall it enough. And Kurt having experience, he had a, a, a caddy named Brian Martin was his guy for four years and he's they're, they're buddies, but they professionally were not clicking. And, and there was a story about a misfire, a miscommunication, a um, mistake was made at Pebble where mm-hmm. Kurt was very much in the running. He was playing very solid golf, and he feels like he was misclubbed. He hit the ball over the green. He didn't re- never really recovered from that. And his brother, it turns out, Kurt K- Kitayama's brother, longtime caddy at Bandon. Didn't know that until I saw the, the story. Bandon oh. happens to be where Tim Tucker's making most of his... Moolah. Uh, yeah, that's his career now, running this transportation business. But connection was made, and... There was some magic, and, and, and here we are singing the, the praises, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you were right, by the way, that he left. 
<laughs> he left on the eve of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. You're right. I had watched him like a few weeks before at in Hartford. Talking about the, Tim Tucker. Yeah, at yeah. the Travelers. And uh, you could see that all was not well. But uh, all you got to do is look at the scorecard over the weekend to figure out how this relationship makes all the difference in the world. And and I'm looking at a 37, which in and of itself wouldn't be a big deal. But when you're two under on the round on Sunday, heading into nine, and you come out with a triple, having just, I mean, ejected your drive left, and your normal rit- miss, to be clear, is right. And th- that, that miss right is, you know, what happened on the fourth hole on Saturday when you ejected at OB and had a double, then on Sunday you get up on the ninth hole, ejected left, OB, got to start over. That is a massively unsettling moment that I, I think the live odds effectively wrote him off. <laughs> and having a professional caddy who's been there where it's not your best friend, it's not your buddy who you grew up with, it's not, you know, this happens to, to musicians too, where they get their cousin or their best friend managing them and they mm. fuck up the career yeah. in the same way that some of these guys, and listen, you, you, you've you pointed some fingers before and we're not going to name names here about guys who maybe could upgrade their caddy. This is what you get. You get a guy who stabilizes on the walk from nine to 10 past yes. the clubhouse. Yes. You get a guy who stabilizes what's going on between the ears and lo and behold, Kiriyama shoots one under on the back, hangs in there, clutch birdie on 17, somehow finds his way to a, just a beautiful lag putt after, I think they were kind of overplaying the second shot out of the rough. Let's be honest, it wasn't that hard. But everybody else faltered coming down that stretch and Kiriyama hung in it and I'm with you. I mean, first of all, it helped that he finished second three times to big ass players, including Rom, including Rory, including Xander. So he understood what it felt like to be in that moment with these guys nipping at his heels. It just didn't feel like he was phased by it. And there's no doubt that Tim Tucker had a big role to play in that. That's the facts. Hashtag all caps facts right there. And that's why we sing the praises of of, of caddies and the role that they play. I, I'm interested, you know, the um observation you made about Kitayama hanging in there and guys falling to the wayside there was some like undercurrent from tip top top notch players mm. a little bit of of disgruntlement around the the venue the challenge of the venue and among the golf twitter sphere it is the case that Folks don't hold Bay Hill in super high regard. They don't say, as a as a uh, architect and design, um, they don't know, like it, the course. Yeah, we talked the about guys it last don't week. like the course. They don't like this course. It's why Justin Thomas saw it for the first time in a long time. It's why Spieth saw it for the first. They don't love this course. It just is. It just is the truth. But you know, for all the bitching. All these guys' bitch asses were in the kitchen on Sunday coming down the stretch, weren't they? And it made for some fun golf watching. And, and on, when, on top of that, yeah, that's right. Isn't the grind valuable? Yes. Isn't the grind valuable, Nate Dog? I, I, 
I think the grind is tremendously valuable for these guys. But I will say, as we think about the players, I, I, there were some very... I turned to the stats. I mean, Rom clearly needed a week off from this shit. Yeah. First round lead, sprinted out. We are crowning his ass. And then he just threw it in reverse and just said, man, I just don't have that gear. Which, to be honest, sort of makes me feel better about... Like, <laughs> we have been tasking... All winter, you and I have been speaking about, is there a guy who could go on a Tiger run? And wow, all these elevated events are really going to teach us something because it's all the best players and Rory's been playing well and Scheffler. But Rom, I think, separated himself we felt like coming out of Riviera, right? Yes, absolutely. And we thought, okay, here we go. And after that first round lead, there just were so many accolades being thrown his way. I thought, wow, are we going to, is he going to actually separate himself from the pack? Because I love this week in, week out intrigue. And it just was nice to see that he is somewhat human and just, you know, the game just didn't hold up. And I think mentally, now, he was tough off the tee, but mentally, I actually think it's an advantage for Rom going forward. Oh, let me hear because, that. Because, well, when you say there's advantage in the grind, I, you know, Spieth, Scheffler in particular, have been in it through all of these events. Yeah. And that is mentally taxing. I mean, I think one of the reasons why we got to look to Rory this coming week is not just because he was 39th in putting and, you know, uh, ninth off the tee and his approach game was okay. Like, it's not just that if the putter gets a little bit warmer than it was this week, he's going to absolutely crush, but because he actually had not been in the mix in Phoenix, was not in the mix at Riv no. in the way that Rom does. And I do think that that takes something out of a player when they're in the grind fully. Now, it's valuable for a guy like Kitayama. It's great. And I think for a lot of these guys, I bet they do better in the majors this year, having been playing against the best players in the world, the forcing function of focus on a really hard course. But yeah, you got a lot of guys who are complaining. I, I'm just, I'm sort of unmoved by it. Like this is, are, are you, do you have any sympathy for this? No, 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 no. I just, they're, they're all playing the same golf course on Sunday under this, mostly the same conditions. It wasn't like there was a huge weather split no. over the cor course of Sunday. And so, yeah, it, it was epping hard. Uh, we, we get great storylines out of events like this. That's it. Like, I mean, Spieth's weird-ass putting, three bogeys down the stretch. He misses a five-footer on 14, a three-and-a-half-footer on 15, a five-and-a-half-footer on 16, an eight-footer on 17. He wins by two if he makes those, House. Agreed. That's exactly right. His around-the-green stats were off the charts. He led the field in the around-the-green stuff because he's just working that Spieth magic. But, man, Sunday back nine miss shorties. We Oy. don't like to see it. Hey, now, you I, and I are going to be posted up at 12 at Augusta. I don't want to see it again. we got to solve he, this problem. If he... I want to see what happens with his back. I want to see what's happened, what, what the story is with his back. Because he, he was wincing a little bit. And I, I, hated, I hate to see that on a Sunday. Um, so I'm eager to see kind of how the news develops at the beginning of this week around his physical state. And that will, that will, you know, uh, I, I'm not going to play him this week because I, it's, it, it's just not worth it. Listen, I, really? I mean, the concern for me is the approach game was not great. The, the putting, I think, can be rectified and the back ain't why he's missing the putts. The back I don't know. What if it with, is? 
Yeah, all right. The back may have something to do with why his approach game wasn't great, but uh, I do think I do think that like the, the storylines this week actually really mattered. And as we think about this next event and the rest of the, I mean, like I love the subtle stuff that got lost along the way. Ludwig Aberg, the the Swedish insane uh, uh, rookie who just looked. We've heard a lot about him. He just looked terrific and hung in there with the big boys all the way through it. Another backdoor top 10 from Jason Day, who is just sitting there. And and it's not even like his approach game is that great, but he is playing good golf. I don't know if he's got that extra gear at this point in his career to get there, but holy crap, he's playing great golf. We we are at some point going to go through our candidates for good performances uh, at Sawgrass. Let's just, everybody listen yeah. right now. Jason Day, we're going to play him in a top 20. He's going to be in a parlay. I'll probably play him to top 10 also. When he's putting like this, uh, it and, and you know, a place that he's won, he's comfortable. Like, he he's showing out at places where he's had success before. Yeah. I love the form. He feels like very trustworthy. Yeah, so do I. It's, it's, and it's, great. it's consistent. And to your point, he's not mentally grinding so hard that he's tired. And so he's just turning in these top tens after top tens. Not unlike, the, I think the new top 10 Tony is Patrick Cantlay. <laughs> well, <laughs> he I, just keeps I, ending up in the top five. I, I guess. I mean, look, he's second off the tee this week, 15th in approach. He was 49th in putting house. Again, it's coming, and and the only thing that's going to get in the way is is what you routinely criticize him for. And I'll let you make your own case on Patrick Cantlay, but I, I, this he's playing good golf, buddy. Nothing would surprise me more than him winning the players. Like literally nothing. Him coming in this week, and he's has three straight missed cuts. So you know, buyer beware. But literally nothing would. Patrick Cantlay is a perfect players champion. He really, you know, this. if this is the time, if this is his time, then congratulations to him. Four and a half million bucks. That that would be fine. I don't, if if you want to play him, you know, catch catch the form that he's in. Well, go ahead. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We'll come back. We'll come back on the players. I'm just telling you, he is back to playing consistently good golf. It may not be winning golf, as you say, but he's playing consistently good golf. I also, coming out of this week house, Tigalas... Fl- his floor is pretty fucking high right now. Yeah, I, I that this is, you know, I'm I'm thrilled to see it. It, it. Our boy, our boy Sobel has been all over him, and it's been uh sort of fun to watch him week in week out pick him and then have him not <laughs> have him not do it because Sobel's so plugged in and and Sobel is usually when he rides a horse he's usually very right. Uh, this wasn't a great. He he didn't shoot a single round in the '60s, but there he is at the end at f- four under. Tied for 14th, top 20 every week in because and that's, out. He's doing what's necessary to 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 be competitive. You know, yeah. that this he's just collecting, he's just racking up points. Yes. I honestly would be interested. I, I didn't have the time to map it out. I want to side by side um Sahith and, and Tom Kim. Because Tom Kim was was gonna be my horse for the year. Tom Kim, fine. Like th- this is the Tom Kim going to every one of these venues for the first time. Well, I think the same is 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 largely true for Sahith. Uh, I don't, and, 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 you know, I, I think he might be playing better than Tom Kim. Well, he, he, he definitely is. And he definitely did this past week for sure. Uh, the, the difference right now is that Sahith is putting very, very well. Tom Kim has been a little bit off, but 
you know, he's still, he's still, his approach and off the tee numbers for Tom Kim are still pretty damn good right now. But Sahith just, even when he's got an off week, when he's, you know, call it high 40s, 50s in the field and approach, his putting is just so strong, which you don't always see for a guy that tall. And his, obviously, you can always rely on him off the tee at this point. So I, I, Tom Kim is a pretty big, like, uh, uh, golf media favorite coming into this week. He he's is. playing with, he couldn't have a more boring uh, group. He's got Tony Finau and uh, I think he's got Cantlay in the group with him. So he's going to be able to are shine. You, are you calling Finau boring? I just think I love People Tony. I love Tony. I, don't get me wrong. I Top love Tony, Tony Finau, but he's not going to be like dynamic in terms of like, personality and disposition okay. those okay. are two of the most even keeled mellow guys you're not going to see them throw a club you're not i mean the 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 most personality <laughs> we got out of Cantley on a course was talking about the mai tais a year and a half ago right at at, at hawaii otherwise yeah. those guys are going to be super mellow whether they drain a 40 footer or miss a four incher kim is going to sort of stand out in that group so maybe that'll help him maybe it won't anyway i'm with you that sahith is probably playing at this point better than tom kim would love to see how that plays out this week on a very, very big boy course. There's, there's another sort of takeaway from this week that feels like it's worth looking at and, and, and alluding to it from the statistics standpoint. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is, I mean, he, he did not play well on Sunday, right? He was almost last in the field in putting. Uh, he, he finished 54th overall while off the tee still 7th 11th in approach. Again, I step back and go, he didn't totally grind it out this week. He probably should have won that tournament for sure. I mean, this is, yeah. Uh, I'm gambling on him this week. I think you have to. The odds are terrible for at the top of the board, but I'm going to outright Scheffler. I actually, I I hope that he doesn't play great on Thursday so I can outright him um, with live odds. I I just, all he's got to do is figure out the putter. And Sunday, Sunday, it was God awful. I mean, literally almost dead last in the field, but Scotty Scheffler can putt. So that's not, that's not in question. The rest of the game is as tight as it could possibly be. And look, there's one other guy who drifted weirdly down the, down the leaderboard from a scoring perspective, but actually was second overall on approach this week and, and that's our boy max homa yeah and he also for the event dude was almost dead last in the field putting yeah for guys who made the cut and so i, I just can't believe that between scheffler and homa who have two of the best off the tee and approach games right now and the only reason they haven't performed better in the last two tournaments is because of the putter that it's gonna it's gonna continue that way i just if if I'm looking at guys this coming week, it, you know the lesson from last week for me was a few guys probably burned themselves out a little bit, but the guys whose putters weren't working, one of those guys is going to win the tournament this week. He's my other outright. I'm going to outright Max Homa as well. I mean, I think he's sitting around at, at, at 20, which is not a great number. Yeah. But uh, again, I'll look at the live odds. We'll see how yeah. Thursday plays out. It, it's just so. It's just so in a tournament like the one we saw at API and what's great about these events is you really have to get in statistically and look at what's happening because a guy can finish 25th and then you look at the leaderboard and you go, Oh, well, look who's in front of him. JT's yep. in front of him. Max is in front of him. Sahith's in front of him. <laughs> Victor's at 10th. You know, I mean, a guy can, can, can be literally dead last in the field and putting and still finish 14th. So 
these are fun, fun events where we're really seeing how these guys are playing head to head. And week in, week out now, there's not one guy who's separated himself. So so you got to sort of start betting on the trends and, and assume, hey, it, it, do we have a workhorse like Rom who's just going to come in guns a-blazing? Or do we have a guy who, when it's his week, when he fixes the irons right, right? We're making fun of Morikawa. Are you out on Colin? No, of course not. I, I, I'm, I'm mad because I bet him to win uh, the API. I mean, you know, again, um, you talked about, you know, um, seeing these trends. Um, one of the things that that came from from the, the broadcast this week and, and uh, oh, you boy. said that you watched a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, like, are we going to really see the trends? We're going to have to look at them on our computer because it doesn't seem like we can look at them now. The the one thing that that is that this uh, event, this and the Masters, they have cameras on every single hole, and you can see every single shot, and you can customize what golfer or golfers you want to follow, and you can see every single. Are they single... doing that this year again? I believe are, so. Are you yes. sure? I I think on you can you can do it online. I'm 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 in the ninety six percent. Okay, because uh, they've had that the last couple years, but then I I saw no discussion about it this time i i believe it's true pat mayo says it's true and if pat mayo is wrong about it then everybody can uh send him nasty messages on twitter he he, he he's not used to that at all i uh, wondered but, if they if they changed it because it, uh pga tour live is now on espn plus and if they gave them some level of exclusivity around that but anyway well you i think they're doing both i mean okay got it you know, um, you you can watch featured groups. You can watch what whatever ESPN Plus um, offers, and you can also you know customize your your own viewing experience on your computer. You can you can do both side by side. Um, speaking of side by side, NBC did not really cover itself in glory. Oh Lord! Uh, co- compared to why are we watching the tr- putt tracker? Like, what does that tell the tracer? Like, tell me the <laughs> gradient on the green. Tell me which way it's going to break. Tell me the distance. Like, why do I need to see the arc of a putt? Like, just zoom in. I can see the ball. What? I, well, that that's the least of it. I mean, I, I think the complaints that I observed was just not seeing enough golf at all. Um, we were beaten over the head with some MasterCard stuff. And my my biggest, I guess, you know, this is like the the... The, the thread with my pals here in the DMV, my golf pals in the DMV, was around how sort of uh, lackluster the actual presentation. Like, there is a visual uh, element that's missing on the NBC broadcast it's, compared it, to the CBS broadcast. It's not as good, House. It's just yeah. not as good. <laughs> that's, that's the explanation. It's not as good. I mean, we, we, they don't have the same technology. They're not, they don't, it doesn't appear that they have the same sets of cameras. Maybe the drones ran out of batteries. Uh, they're not. It's yeah, just right. not the same. We're not getting the slow drones. We're not getting the drones in live action where we can actually sort of feel and experience the um, subtleties of of the of the greens and the approaches. Um, they try. They put uh, AirPods in Ricky Fowler's ears, and then asked him inane questions that were absolutely uh, useless in terms of illuminating anything around the, the 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 his approach on uh, the golf course or his, his own sort of experience in in the event right yes okay i mean did you see the interview with ricky fowler yeah it the the entire 
sound was completely fucked. And by the way, it's been messed every time. Like it's bad enough that we're doing this with uh, earbuds. I mean, I get they got to hear it, but could maybe we just take the audio, put the audio in via the earbud and take the audio out via the directional mics? I mean, I don't, I don't care about the tech part. I just want interesting. I just want to be better conversation around, you know, what what's going on on the golf course, which we got from the CBS interviews. They were, you know, it was guys going deep about this is the way that I think about this hole. This is how the hole is sort of, you know, uh, in terms of of the sequencing on the golf course. You know, this is the strategy. This is what I'm trying to accomplish. All that stuff. We got none of that from from poor Ricky Fowler. Um, in any event. Uh, we don't have to dunk on NBC. They have another chance to cover themselves in, in glory this week with with the players. Um, good luck to them. Yeah, with, every with shot that. live is going to be is going to be showing this week. By the way, you you, yeah. you are absolutely right. It just it, it it took until a Golf Digest article to like show it. Like it's the coolest thing. I it's agree. The coolest thing. You can see every shot, and that doesn't mean you're going to go watch every shot. But there will be, in any given golf tournament. Five crazy awesome shots that do not get put on camera. And we're going to get it this week from a bunch of players. You can go watch some of these guys who you're hearing about. It, it, it's terrific. And it's going to be way better than the NBC coverage. If they Listen, if they put that fucking gold animated man out there. Doing, They're going to do something with that. Like jumping jacks. I'm certain of it. And like Tai Chi on the 17th tee. I, I'm out. I'm out. Well, I, <laughs> As what as long as it's Saturday and not Sunday, I can live with it. I don't mind it. I can't live with it. Period. I, I mean, I, it, it has it, to be. It has to it, be better. It's colossally stupid, and I enjoy it for that reason. We've put so much pressure on these guys uh, via the golf Twitter uh, on the broadcasters in such a positive way. They seem to be listening. I just it it, it was jarring the last couple of weeks to see the NBC presentation yes. versus yep. CBS. It, yeah, I, mean, I do not remember say. it being different, but it, it it was jarring. I'm not sure that I'm on board with the, hey, there's so many commercials. Like, I appreciate that what they seem to want to do was not show uh, shots in uh, on tape delay. Right. And, and so they tried to just keep up with the pace of the action by showing a lot of stuff, you know, in split screen. But we got to get to the point where the last hour, 90 minutes of these tournaments is single sponsor no commercial interruption. We're not that far away. We had it in Hawaii. Callaway stuff money up. works. I just so, don't know if the money works. I, I mean, they, they they figure it out. Like either yeah. you, cut, you the, care, cut the commercials for the players. You care about the product. Yeah. The it is about ads. the product. The product and the fans' experience. Nathan, I heard all. I heard all about the product on yes. Tuesday yes. or Wednesday after the Monahan players confab, and they came out with the. You know they came, they emerged um, with plans for the 2024. The white smoke from the chimney. Yes. There you go. Uh, schedule and the we we don't have a firm sense as to exactly what the elevated events are going to be. We know some of them. We don't know all of them. But the most um, telling aspects. There is going to be reduced fields, and in some of these events, there will not be a cut. Yeah. And my reaction when I saw this was, oh, because the WGC was so successful, mm -hmm. let's run that model back. It's the WGC without Mexico and without the bums from the rest of the world. 
But explain, explain to the, to the birdie buddies, if you will, what sucked about the having no cut. What the lack of of urgency on Friday. The, to me. So here, here's the thing. I watched Will Zalatoris, this this most recent golf tournament, birdie two of the last three holes because he had to to hit the number on the head to make the cut. And by contradistinction, there were guys not able to grind down the stretch who missed the cut and and went home. And I think that uh, competition within the competition is entertaining. I think it tells us something about the guys. I think it's, it's, you know, Tiger's, one of his proudest accomplishments is the consecutive cuts made. Now, now Tiger won more of the WGC events than in, anybody. And when you look at his tally of 82 uh, PGA Tour w- wins, I think 18 of them are the WGC events. Yeah. Um, but that just means he kicked ass at everything. Uh, it doesn't, you know, undermine or undercut um, his, his record. But his that that made cut streak as a point of pride tells you something about the nature of the competition and it's the single most disappointing thing like you know if they had come out of that confab and said the fields are going to be 90 to 100 and we're going to have a cut that goes from 90 to 100 down to 50 i would have been like fuck yes let's do this and by the way if you want to pay the guys that don't make the cut go ahead and pay them they're all the we, there's a ranking. They will all finish with a score and just pay them according to their score. Yeah. Pay the guys who don't make the cut. I don't care yeah. about the money. Yeah. I care about the competition. So yeah. that was my, you know, takeaway. Okay. This is not a counterpoint because I agree with you. I thought it was cool as hell that Greg Koch or Koch, I, I don't know which one it was. Gary? No. Had to sit on a... Uh, he had to sit on 18. He had to sleep, basically go to sleep, having never made a cut on the PGA Tour, knowing that if he parred 18, he made the cut. If he bogeyed it, he definitely missed it. And if he birdied it, he would actually move the cut and a bunch of guys would get get cut themselves. You're talking so, about Saturday morning. Yeah, Saturday because morning, he, he had to wake up. the PGA Tour cannot finish <laughs> two no. rounds. <laughs> by by Friday evening. No, they, they, and this is part of the problem. This is why they want to go to a 70-person event because they can show you more shots and they can put it together. Look, I understand how great the cut is because I sweat a goddamn cut almost every week. Right. I love it. I wish we had more attention on the cut. I, I think that, uh, you know, that, that, that the tour is paying more attention through the social media side of things, but we're not cutting, uh, excuse me, camera edit cutting to the guy who could move the cut line and box out seven guys or include 14. Like, that is really interesting drama, especially at a tournament like this coming week where last place is going to make $54,000 of of the guys who do make the cut. And I do think, by the way, on on the telecast thing, they have got to introduce the money. It just, it just matters. Coming down the stretch, guys who are putting for 500,000, 300, like, let's just own it. The, that's part of the drama, and second place actually matters. Fourth place actually matters. A guy who's in a guy who's in fifth 
coming up 18 at Bay Hill is thinking about staying in the top five. It really matters to him. Because it's worth a million dollars. Yes. Why. Yes. <laughs> That's and, a good reason for that. And and if he can get to third, if he goes for it, but, he, he, you know, the odds are super low, but he'll drop to 15th if he goes in the water. I'm telling you, he's going he's gonna to lay up. And and the context of the money is actually now important. It really is. More okay. so even than the points. And I think they've got to start talking about it. I'm willing to but, have an open but, mind about that. But look, I don't think this changes that much, House. And I'll tell yeah. you why. Yeah. I think there's still the majority of tournaments on tour. All of the majors are going to have cuts. But right. if, the, if the purpose, the reason we're in this cluster F that is blissfully self-correcting in some ways and, and making the PGA Tour better, part of what they have to do is redistribute money to the best players. And if we stop worrying about these elevated events as thinking about them as majors and just start thinking about them as ways to keep all of these guys around, they're going to be around in events that have cuts. But because of the PGA Tour's nonprofit status, because of all of the unwinding that would have to happen, these are effectively cash grabs. And it may, it may be why they elevate on courses that aren't Riviera that don't quite have some of the prestige as some of the others. And that'll be A, to get some attention on those events, but B, also to preserve some of the um, integrity and competitiveness of events on the really great courses. I I just think we have to suck up that in some capacity, the best guys are going to have to get paid more than some of the mid-tier guys. And this is a way to do it within a competition instead of just like, handing out checks. So I, I don't have any quibble whatsoever with that informing thesis. Like that all makes perfect sense. We, we have been since, you know, the, the arrival of live on the scene, we've been um, talking about the PGA tour and what it has to offer in, in, in the uh, context of, of it's an entertainment product. And, you know, it, it's a television show on Saturday and Sunday. What's going to make me watch the television show? Well, I want to see great players play. I want to see the best guys play against each other more often. That all makes plenty of sense. And the the most uh, direct way to ensure that the best guys play against each other more often is to pay them, to dangle giant checks yeah. in front of them. None of that what you um, have to do. It, it is a big deal to me. And, you know, it, it if, if they can proof of concept wise, demonstrate that that's of interest to um, golf viewers and that helps them with the the TV contract that they're negotiating. Look, we can guarantee you that there will be, you know, um, 15 to 20 events where the best guys are going to play that that all, you know, as as a fan, I'm into it. There's a difference with these versus the live 48 guys. And with these, what we found out this week is the top 50 guys are going to automatically qualify and get in top 50 guys who finished uh, 50th in FedEx Cup from the year before. But the remaining 20 to however many get in are, are going to have on-ramps through quality of play. And we're actually going to have a reason to watch the Honda, which you know certainly did better than the live events, but wasn't <laughs> the you know, what wasn't the highest rated event on television that day, let's put it that way. But right. these events are going to have short-term meaning, not just, hey, it's the race for the FedEx Cup, but it's going to be because there's going to be guys who actually can qualify their way into these events, which is going to, I think, 
I think be more fun from a betting perspective. And I think it's going to be a lot more fun from a viewing perspective. Well, I, I will say I do like um, what seems to, to be the design, which is um, sequencing the elevated events and then yeah. interspersing the non-elevated events. So we're not going to have back to backs like this week again. I well, I, they, they, I, it looks like they're doing back to backs. It looks like it's two elevateds, then three not elevateds, and then you know elevated plus major, that, so that guys, there, there's a runway to be in, and then if you're in, you you have a chance to cash, you know, sort of back to back. And I think for the purposes of um, the broadcast, I I think that's that's the cadence that I, that I've uh, observed that the guys are talking about it. In the sense that, like, you know, there will be two or three non-elevated, then a couple elevated, and then, you know, if, if that's the way that it plays out, then then that's cool. And it, it, it provides the drama of the on-ramp that you're talking about. Certainly, we will be um, avid consumers of that and whether or not it catches some casuals as well. All of I those events will, will have cuts. Those, those will be yes. fully competitive, you know, uh, knife fights, yeah. right? I mean, what do you make of James Hans? comments about how the mid guys getting screwed he's right i i don't i don't think Is he he's right? wrong sure sure yeah my brother's getting screwed well it's not getting screwed it it's what you observed in in the twitter thread that you shared with everybody and got you know congratulations on that a million views and you know lots of folks from the golf community properly patting you on the back recognizing strength of game game knows game but um it, it's the reallocation. It's the redistribution. Paying the guys who people want to watch play professional golf because they're the best guys and, and ensuring that they're in competition more often to make the TV product, to make the TV show more interesting, more compelling. Can't really quibble with that. And if you want to be on that TV show, you got to give everybody a reason to be on that TV show. And the way to do that is to play good golf. Um, and that, that, that's... <laughs> that's that's not you know that doesn't seem that controversial to me it is true that um some of the mission statement that the tour previously deployed and employed is being lost this is not yeah. uh playing opportunities for the masses that is not what this is it's a two-tier system it's a dual tour uh you know approach but you can move from I'm one to the it. other sure you yes. can move from one to the other. I, and I, I think, just wish it was more guys. That's all. I, I All I'm saying is if the churn rates actually are 40%, as they've modeled out, that 40% of the guys in the, in the, who, who get into these events are going to churn, then I think they've settled in the right equation. Because in this post-Tiger era, you actually need these 15 to 25 young hosses. And again, Ludwig Aberg may be one of these hosses. Pearson Cootie... Maybe one of these hosses within twelve months. Shouts to Pearson. That yeah. was he just be playing his ass off. We we playing we his did, ass off. We tried to talk about some cootie on cootie action a couple of weeks ago, but we Pearson's out here. He distinguished himself. Yeah, Pearson's the Pearson's the the top cootie, bro. But but you gotta keep that group together because what's happening over on the live side is just getting a couple of stars without the integrity of competition or the danger of missing out is not working. What Whatever it is, we know it's not working in terms of audience. It has well, to work here. It has to work here because it's not being endlessly funded by a, a, a sovereign state. 
it's being funded by sponsors. And so fans actually have to appreciate and enjoy the product for the money to flow to be able to pay the players. But you've got to keep that group together. So it feels like an okay compromise for me. I thought Peter Malnati spoke, you know, highly of it. I, I can just speak that, you know, I don't think my brother was surprised at all. We, we were thinking maybe top 70 was the way to where you needed to be. Now it's top 50, but all that's going to be determined in Memphis in the first FedEx Cup event anyway. So I'm not sure for a lot of these guys, the goals change, especially because guess what? Now you're playing in an event with a cut, yes, but probably without John Rahm, without Scotty Sheff, without a bunch right. of guys who that's fill right. up that top 10 where the big money lies, the purse of these tournaments is going to be the same. Same. So now, now you're shooting a smaller fish, bigger fish, really, in a smaller barrel. Play better. Hashtag play better. That's it. It, it, it really is, isn't it? That's it. And, 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 and there are enough sponsor exemptions that the Pearson Cooties of the world and the Ludwig Abergs of the world are going to be rising to the top. It, I mean, there, there, there will be no situation in which the best golfer in the world doesn't have an opportunity to perform and play right next to Rory McIlroy. There, there is, they will, and they, this system does enable that. Now, well, this is that that is a remains to be seen. Okay, so we'll see it. What I think is the outcropping of this for sure is that there will be some interesting names. Do you remember where Ricky Fowler finished in the FedEx Cup last year? He was outside of it. He was one twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah. One, he was just inside. One twenty-five, oh, just, just inside. Right. Last guy. Last in. guy in. That's right. The you know, but if he finished one twenty-five this year, it means he's not making the elevated events next year. And honestly, if I'm Ricky Fowler in that situation, a three hundred, four hundred million dollar check from Liv. Let's just hypothetically say they're still giving them out. Not clear at all that they are. But right. that starts to look more attractive, doesn't it? A seventy million dollar check to Justin Rose if he falls outside looks a little bit more interesting than it did before. So I do wonder if there might be some larger names that actually exit if they don't happen to play well. You know, Jason Day two years ago might have been more open to the check if he wasn't going to even get into Riviera. Sure. I, I and, and that, you know... That's, that's the one part, risk with this. That's part of the remains to be seen. And, and I, I, you know, you... you properly are identifying the young guys the young guys are are key to me this is they have to have an on-ramp so that we can see Pearson Cootie we can we can see Ludwig Aberg we can see uh Sahith I mean you know guys that that right from their rookie and now Sahith's playing well enough but we need to see guys very early in their career have an opportunity to get on the stage that's the key absolutely and the last point I want to make is there is no way live will be as rigid about the rules and structure as golf media is talking about them. Like, it would not surprise me at all if Liv institutes a cut to start getting the world ranking points. It would not surprise me at all if they expand from 12 teams and 48 players in an event to 60 or wh wh however the math is going to work. Like, th just as the PGA Tour has adapted, there is now, in every game, in every chess match, a reaction to the reaction. And that's what's going to have to come, I think, House, because as you said so wisely at the beginning of this year, it is put up or shut up time. And right now, they're kind of shut up. So I think we're going to see some interesting ripple effects 
of the announcement that we just had in the past week. It could be, it could be cool. I mean, you know, I, 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 uh, sit waiting to, to see what comes down the pike and, you know, with all of the murmuring about guys potentially trying to make their way back to the PGA tour. Well, do you believe it? Why not? I, I, I don't have any reason to dispute it. I mean, if, if you, uh, were a person accustomed to the limelight we 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 name names on on one of the more recent shows mm-hmm. and and now you're you know on on the c dub and being forced to do um these hostage videos as part of the <laughs> the social media promotion of Stockholm of, syndrome of the, of the limp products i mean you know there there's a perfectly viable alternative out there that's been catching great eyeballs through the yeah, first th- two months of th- the year th- there it is interesting though uh, some of the golf magazines are talking about how well, you know, they'd have to publicly apologize and give a bunch of money back to charity. And it's like, hang on now. Like, this is not like, it's, this is not the Truth and Reconciliation Commission in, in, in South Africa in the mid 90s. Right. Like, right. Let, let's, let's be real about what's possible and, and what's realistic. And I, it's going to have to be player mutiny that, that probably tosses out Norman and then starts this kind of dialogue. But you do sort of get the vibe that there's going to have to be some sort of on-ramp. It's just, if, if somebody wants a public public flogging for Taylor Gooch, you're not going to get it. So if you want all the best golfers in the world to come back and play on the PGA Tour, you're going to have to swallow a little bit of ego and extend an olive branch. But, but that's why the majors are going to be great house. They're going to tell us the yes. quality of golfers over there, and, and it may actually yes. put some fan pressure on forcing that re-entry path that doesn't involve like, you know, wearing a scarlet letter A on your shirt instead, you know, for the next 10 well, years or whatever. And it's precisely why when we were talking earlier about the grind, how valuable the grind is, what's getting these guys ready? What's getting the live guys ready for the majors? Like you, you can't replicate the, these conditions. You can't replicate, you know, Rory standing on 14, not knowing <laughs> what, what was going on with the leaderboard, making a choice and it being a very consequential choice to his, yes. to his, uh, ability to win the golf tournament like you know you you have to ha- go through that kind of experience i think to be ready for okay you know i'm my brain is on i'm i'm paying attention it's just suddenly a very very different uh, uh pga tour and and uh, these guys have to work harder in these events that they're in, but it's got to be more thrilling if you love the competition and they're certainly getting financially rewarded for it. The majors are going to tell us if it actually matters in how you prepare to be competitive under the biggest moments ever, right? It, it, who knows? It, maybe maybe Cam Smith comes in and wins and you're just like, fuck, these guys all tired themselves out f- right. for four months instead That's of just right. prepping themselves for four tournaments a year like Tiger would, right? It's a, and, it's a delicious uh, proposition in front but of we're us. Gonna, we're we're going to find out uh, what I can tell you is almost overnight the golf is way 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 better and the and and the competition is more interesting and the sunday leaderboards are more compelling and uh now we just got to see if uh we got to see how how it continues to evolve the game and we also got to see if nbc can pick up the pace a little bit on the telecast here all right birdie buddies it is march there is golf the players championship is here let's tee off with the FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, FanDuel is giving new customers 10 times your first bet in bonus bets 
up to $200. It does not matter if your first bet is a bogey, my Eagle enthusiasts. You bet $20 and you get $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. The Players' Championship, it's diabolical. It's Pete Dye at his best. Let's play some finishing positions because FanDuel has great finishing position markets. You can play Scotty Scheffler as a top five at plus odds. Victor Hovland as a top 10 at delicious plus odds. Jason Day, wonderful. Top 20 plus odds. Keegan Bradley, top 30. Let's go collect. If you don't want to do a finishing position, try and pick the guy who's going to win. I like Scotty Scheffler. Go ahead and line up some head-to-head matchups. The markets are deep. You can do what you want. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the golf action. The app is crazy easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options and props, including the first-round leaders, those finishing positions, 10s, 20s, 30s, matchups, and more. And when you win, you get paid instantly. So aim for some green and bet on the PGA Tour. Go to FanDuel.com slash rolling and sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash R-O-L-L-I-N to get 10 times your free bet in bonus bets, win or lose. FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Quick disclaimer, you must be 21 years old or older in select states. The first online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund is issued as non-withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. If you have a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, or Virginia. It's 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 533-42 in Arizona. In Connecticut, you can call 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In Indiana, you call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Kansas, it's 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Louisiana, 1-877-770-STOP. You can call 1-800-327-5050 or visit www.mahelpline.org slash problem gambling. That's in Massachusetts. In Maryland, you can visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org. New York, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Wyoming, you call 1-800-522-4700 or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. This episode is brought to you by Viore. If you're sick and tired of your old traditional workout gear, then I have two words that will change everything. Viore clothing. This line of active wear is truly unbelievable. And here's why. Look, you've seen me. You've seen the shorts I do on YouTube. I walk around. I do stuff. I listen to podcasts when I walk. I make calls when I walk. I like to wear comfortable workout equipment, you know, like nothing nuts, just like a really nice pullover, comfortable pants to walk around. Viore is designed to work out 
in whatever you're doing, but it doesn't look or feel like you're working out at all. It's so freaking soft and comfortable. You'll never want to take it off. And here's the best part. You don't have to take it off. Wear Viore clothing to train, travel, or lounge around the house. I do a lot of lounge around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viore.com slash ringer. V-U-O-R-I dot com slash ringer. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. Well, they have... uh a grand opportunity here with this players championship, which is the, um, you know, the, the most volatile and, 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 and various of, of, uh, outcomes, the, the, the 88 bunkers, 17 water hazards, um, all kinds of guys missed the cut at, at this thing. Uh, we, we talked about Cantley, Cantley and Xander, I think are on a streak combined streak of six, uh, combined miscuts um going so far last year's uh, a hard one to oh i understand but i mean you know it was insane but yeah it is sure. what it is it everybody, is what it is everybody played it cam smith won it finau and spieth have missed nine of 13 cuts i mean it's it's target golf it's strategic golf they have tiered greens all the greens have um trouble surrounding them uh the rough is supposedly up to three and a half inches so, and, and we, you know, the, the weather forecast is, you know, consistent with, it, it doesn't have the, the, no the tropical storm that came through last year. Um, but you know, I mean, at least that's not in the forecast. So hopefully we get this whole thing done, uh, by Sunday, but it's going to be wind. There, there's, there's always going to be wind. a one club breeze and of course. it's going to gust to 20. Yes. So they, these guys are going to have to think about it. It's not going to take over the tournament, which actually this tournament hasn't been itself for quite some time. Got what does canceled. That mean? Well, Hideki okay. went out and shot a 62 or a 63. Okay. My brother didn't finish in the COVID year, and yeah. they both got paid $69,000. Right. So that year was a wash. Then the next year, they didn't have fans. Then we had the insane weather yeah. from last year, which, I mean, just sort of made it a, a, a bit of a circus. But through all that time, it felt like, uh, the TV broadcast was trying to tell us and the tour was trying to tell us this is the fifth major, this is the fifth major. And when they stopped trying to force that down our throats, this year feels like people actually really care about this tournament. And I, like I don't, it is they don't have to tell us defining. that now, right? They don't have to, it's, it's elevated. Yeah. S secretly, they just don't have to. I mean, the level of Cam Smith erasure out there this week is going to be fucking hilarious. Just well, running the Justin Thomas commercials. But it's, it's, it's just crazy. It, it's it's no Cam Smith, it's no Lahiri, and it's no Paul Casey. The top three finishers are all five of live. the top ten from last week from last year are gone. Yeah, but but I, I do think this, for whatever reason, really matters to a player's career. I mean, we it's definitely the biggest tournament that Ricky Fowler has won. Sure. Uh, and and so I think it. Kucher. Yes, we but, can go down a list. But it's not just a bastion of guys who didn't win majors and 
can claim that they won a big tournament. We also know that the best guys in the game win this golf tournament. So, uh, but what is fun is what you said. Anabon Lahiri's coming down the stretch. Doug Gim was challenging down the stretch at this tournament. Like sure. there, it is a wonderful course to even and level out the play. And we don't get a lot of courses that do that as well as this course does. So anybody can win this thing this week. I just think, and House, I'm going to listen to you because you, you, you know, you're going to guide us right on this one this week, I think. But I just think what we have been seeing the last couple of weeks with these absolutely stacked leaderboards and maybe one guy who breaks through the clutter of the top 15 guys, it's hard to think about with a four plus million dollar prize this week, somebody other than a top 20 guy in the world winning this. Do you disagree? No, I, I, I'm with you. And it's why you give even more kudos to Kurt Kitayama for being a 200 to one on the board when he's surrounded by guys who are, you know, in, in, it's Rory, it's Cantlay, it's Speed, yeah. like all short. Now, Harris English, a nice Harris English sighting. Nice Harris I don't English sighting. Not going to, I don't think I'm going to play him this week because he hasn't made a cut here in, in like half a decade. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> and his face melted off from all the putts that he drew. I mean, he led the field in putting. It's not happening two weeks in a row. Right. His, his right. approach game was, you know, fine, but not. Uh, so I just wouldn't. That That's a that's a stay away for me. Um, I already mentioned I'm on Homa. I'm on Scheffler. I'm on, you know, it, it, the top 10 finishers. The common thread is, is no shock. It's strokes gained approach. You have to finish in the in the, you know, top 10 typically. Um, to be a top ten finisher at this venue because of you know the 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 um, absolute target golf nature of this thing, it, it takes driver out of most guys' hands. You don't need to be strong driver of the golf ball. You just need to be accurate. And you know the the going down the list of of guys who've been successful, there is only one guy over the past five years who has played in every event. And made the cut in every event. I asked you before we went on, and you said you didn't know, and then you immediately seized upon it. Um, it is Keegan Bradley, mm. uh, who has been playing very solid golf, tenth at at, at the API. Um, he's going to show up on on a dance card of mine. Um, Cashmere Keith. Keith Mitchell continues. He's on uh, a, a heater of, of strong play. He tied for 13th at the players last year. Three top 10s in his past eight starts. Led the field. Led the field at Bay Hill in strokes gained off the, off tee. the tee. So that's that's a sort crucial. Of me, sort of me on approach and putting. Yep. It's but, always that with him. But yeah, yes. That, that's, that's right. Uh, Going to have to go ahead and speculate a little bit in the Shane Lowry market. And Why? Something's Why? going on. Something's going on with him. In a good um, way. Yeah. Well, no, in a bad way. There's, yeah, there's something going way. on with him. No, I, I, I'm I, stay away from Shane. La Why are you betting on Shane Lowry? Because he has an unbelievable track record on Pete Dye golf courses. He, he took he, a huge dump on Sunday. I know. I understand. I the understand. Stats what, were terrible. He's yes. playing too much. He's played I, every event. Something is going on. I don't know if he's. Like going out grabbing cash or what's going? On. I mean, he was he was just awful. I, he he fired his caddy. We don't have a clear. I, I we still haven't heard the story as to the backstory as to what's going on with that. But I I, I like the buying low opportunity. Really, with him, I do. I'm 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 interested in in uh, 
just that that old familiar feeling. Two weeks uh, ago, uh, you were telling me I, something's going on. We got to stay away. Now then, something's then going we'll, on. Well, he finished fifth at the Honda. That was that it was in the run up to the Honda. I was worried about him. And then he went yeah. out and finished fifth, and he just was he like sleeps going in his around own the joint. Bed there. <laughs> so that that's that's fine. It's not okay. that far away to okay. to Ponte Vedra. Um, okay. I I I I further down the board. I don't have you know a ton of love. Like Ryan Fox is a guy that we got on Meh. last year, collected the t- top fifteen at API. Tyrrell Hatton is in the mix. Like these, these golf courses fit his eye. The style of play fits his game one. So it's, it's those kinds of guys. I, I, mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier that Cantlay is getting a lot mm-hmm. of love from the, the golf Twitter community. I'm not going to be one of those guys, but I understand it. Um, uh, so two, two guys we're thinking about who aren't right there. One is uh, Justin, uh, who, who's had a good couple of weeks. He great was, call. Yeah. He was 24th. T24 this past week, but what I really loved was eighth on approach, ninth in putting. 63rd off the tee, but it, to your point, like I, I think that is a club that he may be able to at least manage a little bit better uh, on this course. So I, I love those stats, and I love the way that he's playing right now. He didn't have to grind this past week, but still had a good result. And then, look, uh, Joe House, Cameron Young is going to win a PGA Golf Tournament, and yeah. Um, he did not have a great start to the season, to say the least. Seemed to be starting a little bit slowly, but eighth off the tee last week, 26th on approach. Just the putter was cold as ice, and he's still top 10, and we barely saw him play golf uh, yeah. on television. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. And so, again, I'm looking at these guys who the fundamentals are there and strong, and when they get on these beautiful greens at, 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 uh, at uh, Sawgrass. Sawgrass, yeah versus you know what felt like a little bit uh unpredictable stuff at api people want to keep their mouths shut but they weren't thrilled with the way those greens were were, were rolling in in their own way I, I think some of these guys are the ones that they're they're gonna click and we're gonna see somebody like that win this golf tournament i'm 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 fine with it too that makes perfect sense i mean we'll look take a look at sung jay take a look at Corey connors you know the, the ball striking numbers are supportive but we here at Fairway Rolling will combine forces with our good pals at FanDuel and try yes, and come will. up with some some a little bit of parlay action. We'll combine some guys in a finishing position and or make the cut, miss the cut kind of vibe. This thing is is such a wild, wild west golf tournament. I love it so much because of that uh, aspect of it. We'll take a few legs, try and try and uh, turn one beer in, in, into. 50 beers for everybody. We don't we don't want you spending any kind uh, no. uncomfortable amount on a three-leg no, parlay. No, we don't like that. No. With finishing position, but we're going to try and, and put a little bit yeah, uh, a little, in, in, in your pocket. So keep an eye out. Uh, it'll be on the, the Twitter machine, probably Instagram machine. We'll, we'll get Housey together House. with the, the boys. Yeah. Please declare for me right now, will Jordan Spieth or Rory McIlroy win this week? No. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I like Rory uh, of, of those two, but I don't think either one of them is going to win this week. Okay. I think Rory's saving it for the Masters. <laughs> We're going to be there. We're going to see it, Nate Dog. I can't wait. Well, my birdie buddies, my par-saving pals, my eagle enthusiasts, we can't wait either for this golf tournament to get rocking and rolling. Uh, 
it is definitely warm enough on the east coast in many 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 places to throw a peg in the ground if you're able to do so please let's hit them straight up there This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida, we'll be in New York, we want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.